Welcome to Chats with Susan Burrell, and that's me. I help strong, capable women who have pockets of self-doubt access their inner wisdom and clarify their own truth. Chats with Susan Burrell is where we have rich conversations about empowerment, radiating your brilliance out into the world, and loving yourself more than you ever have before. And who doesn't want that? So let's get started. So today I have something really fun. It, it cracks me up um, because um, I am having the tables turned on me in, on my own show, Chats with Susan Burrell. My friend and visionary seer and activator, Jeanette Traverson, we did a podcast a little while ago and afterwards she said, you know, let's turn the tables and let me interview you. So I was like, Hey, that sounds like fun. And, and so that's what we're doing today. Jeanette's going to ask me questions and we'll see where this goes. So Jeanette, take it away. Oh, thank you, Susan. I'm so looking forward to this. It's always interesting when that wonderful guidance pops in and our intuition leads us on these funny little paths. So this, this is going to be fun and exciting. And I get to share all the amazing stuff about you and connect with you and ask some questions and we're gonna have some fun here, but I'm so excited about everybody to learn more about you. I, I so appreciate that. And actually, I, um, I tend to kind of deprecate myself. And isn't that interesting because I teach women about empowerment, but I do kind of, kind of deprecate and you know, kind of hide out a bit. And this year, for me, I've claimed coming out large. So you're helping me do that. I really appreciate that, my friend. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, and sometimes it's really hard for us to be able to talk about ourselves and, and really share from that really loving place of who we are. So yeah. this is something that will really, really help that. And it's going to be something that can be, I think, amazing for the audience to be able to learn more about you and let me kind of probe in and get in there in some of this beautiful, beautiful stuff that you are. Oh, thanks. So, so first of all, you know, I mean, I've known you for a while and I've been working with you for a while and we've had, you know, definitely connected in so many ways. And it's just been this beautiful process on, on our path, how we've grown and, and connected over the years. And, and I know you inside and out and you're just this beautiful beam of light that's so heart centered and so vulnerable and open. And I think this can be something that's, you know, helpful for others to be able to see the side of you. You and I have been working together for a number of years, and one of the things I love about working with you is that you're real, raw, and you share right from your heart. Oh, wow. I kind of do. I, I just don't think about it being that way, but thank, that's a great descriptor. Yeah, and, you know, and I think of you, you're this typical, the fiery of the red, typical redhead. <laughs> you, know, and, you know, you're the feisty Scorpio, which, you know, I can say also because I've got Scorpio rising, so I understand that Scorpio energy so well. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Watch out. I, yeah, <laughs> I see this as strength and passion. And you're very deep, you're very spiritual, and you've done your work and you continue to do your work. And, and because of that process, this is why you're able to really show up and really support everybody else but just because you've done the work we all know life happens and you continue to take yourself you know to the next level and I think it's because of the journey through your divorce after mm. 28 years of marriage mm -hmm. I mean mm -hmm. that is huge 28 years wow that's incredible 
Yeah, it's so funny, Jeanette, because um, my ex-husband and I, when we hit 25, we thought, oh, phew, we got through it. You know, now we got another 25. And then within three years, we were divorcing. And I, and I think it kind of stunned both of us. You know, it's like, whoa, this was, it was, it was completely unexpected. Well, and you know, too, being married that long, it's probably the last thing that you would ever expect. Exactly. And, and oftentimes there are, you know, you get the little clues along the way, but you know, as women, we just keep going forward. We keep, you know, just multitasking and doing it all for everybody. And so there was definitely that point where you had this, this wake up call that really just sort of was that awakening into your heart that it wasn't serving you anymore. And so how could you really drop back into your heart and be centered and live your empowered life? Yeah. Well, and I gotta, I gotta rewind a bit because you just mentioned awakening into my heart. That was the end product of the whole process of going through divorce was I finally was in bodied, if you will, in my own heart. I became heart centered within myself, but Mm -hmm. the process was about shattering my heart. And basically what it was shattering was all the barriers I had built up to protect myself from being hurt during, well, prior to when I got married, but during that 28 years, all those little nicks and bruises and bumps, and I ended up being encased, my heart was encased in a mm-hmm. fortress. Yes. And, and the only one, in fairness, that I really allowed into my heart was my son. My, my, and I didn't realize I was doing that, you know, kind of keeping my ex-husband out of my heart until everything got shattered and I saw all the broken pieces of my heart, my life, my memories, everything. And it it was interesting to learn how I had participated, Mm. if you will. Yes. In, in not uh, engaging enough in the marriage, even though I thought I was working my ass off to, to be the best wife and mother and partner and, but uh, when we block our, this is what I've learned now that I'm more heart-centered, is that when we block our heart off, we, um, we keep ourselves from being fully us. And yes. we also then keep the other person that we're in relationship with from becoming more of who they are. Yes. You know, so they're constantly knocking at the door. Hey, hey, let me in, let me in. And, and you don't even know you locked the door and threw away the key. Right, right. And so many women are going through this right now and maybe feeling lost, but doing their best to trust and take the next step. But they really, Susan, you know, this is an opportunity, I think, that by them hearing about you, learning about you, experiencing you through your sessions, your workshops, even, you know, an upcoming book that's going to be released, your Mm -hmm. empowerment cards. There's so many wonderful tools that you have available to support them. And we all know that this journey is not an overnight, you know, quick fix. It's an ongoing process in connecting into that, that beautiful divine feminine wisdom within. And your journey has been, you know, like you said, breaking your heart open and stepping more into empowerment and finding your love and your light. And I think it would be incredible for you to share some of the tools Um, Like, how did you, you know, when you first realized all of this, what was the first step you had to take? Um, Well, that's a good question. (laughs) 
So I think I'd been taking these steps all along over like, you know, because this has been like, um, the, my personal journey started in my um, late teens, early twenties. So I kind of been walking this all along to self-empowerment to really transform. I, I, for a while, my uh, mantra uh, 10, 15 years ago was, I choose to be fully me. I wanted oh to be fully expressed. Um, and I didn't really understand what that meant. I thought it meant fully me in relationship with my current husband at the time. And, you know, but it, in order for me to become fully me, to be fully me, I did have to be completely shattered so that um, you mentioned earlier that I'm vulnerable and open. I, I, I had to learn that vul vulnerability um, is, is a good thing. You know, it's, it is what keeps you connected to other human beings. It is what, where the compassionate heart lives, where the love lives. It's where, where the um, divine light lives within all of us. When we're open and vulnerable, we can access that. So, um, but this last, this most recently, because of course it's not the last piece. I think we're still, I'm going to be working it on, you know. Always ongoing. Okay. Right. But the um, current piece that moved me into a real embodiment of feeling empowered within myself was definitely because of, of the um, divorce. So it's now a blessing. Hello. If you would ask me while I was going through it, I would have just probably cut you off at the knees, <laughs> being the Scorpio that I am. But it, is, it was a huge gift because I am being fully me now. And so part of what I did was by the time I entered into divorce and because I'd been on the spiritual path, I had a bevy, if you will, of um, practitioners, of uh, transformational leaders that were my, um, my colleagues and friends. And so I had like four of those people that I absolutely trusted. And those were the people I went to when it was bad, when I didn't think I could take another step, I couldn't get out of bed, I was crying nonstop, the poor people at the supermarket, at the gas station. Mm -hmm. I walked into a, a food and grain, a, a grain place, because I lived in Ojai at the time, and, and where I buy all my pet supplies, and just was sobbing the whole time. And the people that worked there were like, oh my God, are you okay? Like somebody had died. Well, you know, mm -hmm. basically... There was yeah. a death. It was my marriage. But right. so those trusted um, colleagues, those were the people I went to and they did amazing listening, deep listening for me of uh, whatever the issue was. And, and, and I always, there was one that would always see the humor in all of it, which how can you see humor when it's a mucky, awful experience, but she would point out the humor and then I could have a good laugh. And another one would listen and help me with linear logical, well, okay, here's how you respond to that e nasty email, or here's how you don't respond to that nasty email. And then I had this other woman that was just this, she's just an astounding gift of light. And she could see right through what my seeming reality, you know, experience was, because it's just all circumstances. It's not really who I am, right? right. It's not really who anybody is. Um, and right. she could slice right through that to find the truth, to find the love, to find the light. And it, everything would drop away after I talked to her. And then nice. I could take another deep breath and move forward. And so, so 
I really believe that it's important that you have a close circle. You don't go telling everybody your story. Exactly. I, I met a man, I was at a store, a small store in Ojai, and um, this man comes in and I could just, because I'm an intuitive healer, I could tell that he was in not a good place. He, was, he had just turned 50 and he was in divorce. And mind you, he didn't mind sharing that story. So there was all this story going around and going around and going around about his life and how he's, he's uh, not worthy, you know, or he's, he's, you know, whatever it is, the low self-esteem that happens when you go through this process. And I thought, oh my God, he's not going to stop talking about it. And so what happens when you constantly are telling your story it becomes uh, more hardened, right? It becomes the reality that you see and experience everywhere. And so you can't heal beyond it. You can't get out of that story. It's like you put yourself in a big well, you're at the bottom of an empty well trying to get out, but it's because all you're doing is telling your, your crappy story about your experience. It, so I believe that it's important that you have close friends that you can tell the story to you're allowed to tell it three times and then you have to move on, whatever the current story is. Because, because it, the brain constantly uptakes whatever we're saying. And if we're constantly telling a negative story, that's all we see, that's all we hear. But when we begin to choose to heal and become better for it and start to rewrite or write a new story, a new chapter, which is kind of what I did, um, then the universe brings to you all those things that you're asking for in order to heal, in order to move on. And, and it takes a while before you can do that. You know, I mean, kind of, you do kind of have to sit in the muck for a little bit. Right, right. And don't you find that it's when you keep repeating your story over and over, you're feeding it, you're keeping it alive. Mm -hmm. And that version is what keeps repeating and showing up in your life. Right. And so you may get, you may get divorced, right? Okay. So here's the thing, Jeanette. I, <clears throat> when I entered in divorce, I thought I want to do this as conscious as possible because I want to come out happy and whole and find new love. Cause I have a second half, a second half of life. And I wasn't going to mm -hmm. spend it alone brooding over my past and licking my old wounds, you know? So I made a conscious choice to do that. And, um, because of that, when I found myself telling the story, I would begin to slow it down and let it go. And, and I have processes now that I work with clients to help them do that so that, um, because the, because the truth is the universe is always dynamic. It's always brand new in this moment and in this moment and in this moment. So, there, so we don't have to drag our past around and throw it in front of us and walk all over it. And, you know, I, I'm thinking of uh, that Marley's ghost from Christmas Carol where he had all those chains. That's, right. We all do that when we're dragging our past around. But we don't have to, because in every moment we can make a different choice and the universe brings to us what that new choice might be or, or the tools to get there, um, which is certainly what happened to me. I, I did all, besides having um, close friends that I could talk to and know that they were, all of them were transformational leaders, they could help me heal. There was also, I also did um, 
guided meditations with myself to clear things. I did um, nice. tons of sessions of cutting cords with my ex-husband as we were moving through divorce because energetically, um, and you know this, we, we get tied up within our relationships and we start sending cords to each other that create those attachments. And when the relationship is complete, we have to let those cords, we have to sever those cords. Otherwise, we're still attached to somebody that we aren't or don't want to be in relationship with. So I did a lot of that. And yeah, I just did a lot, man. So also in part of this process, you must have had more awareness coming up and showing up around that connection to your inner wisdom and inner guidance. Well, I, I did. Um, the more I cleared out the, the junk, right? The more I, I cleared out the energetic cords and the um, shame and, and the anger and allowed myself to be in sorrow and grief. And the more I allowed that, plus I also had really clean closets. My kitchen was astounding. But um, <laughs> the more I did that, it did create space within me that I was able to drop even deeper than I had prior um, to, to really find the truth of who I truly was. And, um, and, and a lot of that was stuff I had forgotten because I was married for 28 years. I, I entered in to that relationship at a young age. Well, I, I was 25. I, I think that's young now, but yes. um, and not really having a self-definition or a self-awareness. I mean, I knew there were all these spiritual principles and I was a metaphysician at that point, but I hadn't really developed my inner self-esteem and self-love that I, that is now my foundation you know at the time i was looking outside myself and we all do this everybody does it it's the way the way the culture's been set up it's also the way um of well i think it's the way of awakening but when we're not really awake within ourselves and aware of our connection to source we think that everything's outside of us, when right. everything's inside of us, our, that inner wisdom, that divine light. So I was looking outside of me for my husband at the time to love me and therefore help me define myself by bringing that outside love into me. Well, he, he couldn't or didn't or wouldn't or you know whatever, the, whatever word, love me or love me enough or love me for me. So it was, you know, it kind of was never enough. And, it, and of course it wasn't because I, I was trying to fill an empty hole within me with something that was outside of me. And meanwhile, I had built this, you know, this huge bastion around my heart to not let that love in. So, you know, it's a twofold thing. You've got to be, you've got to have your heart open to receive, whether it's money or love or joy or, but if you, if you have your heart closed or mostly closed, you can't receive that. And I see that now. But during those 28 years, I, would, I did everything. I, I, was, I was a Cirque du Soleil pretzel trying, <laughs> to, trying to make him love me the way I wanted to be loved 
thinking that's the way everybody should love someone, you know, but that was just my way of wanting to be loved. He had a different way of wanting to be loved. And, you know, so, which <clears throat> we won't talk about that, but anyway, so, <laughs> um, so in becoming more aware, having gone through the process, I now understand uh, that because we're all unique emanations of the divine, we're all connected, A, but because we're all unique individual sparks of light, the way I see the world is not the way anybody else sees it. And the way I right. receive the world is not the way anybody else receives it. It is unique to me. And I, so years ago, Jeanette, I was a, I was a commercial actress and I remember driving on, in, on the freeway, the 405 down in Los Angeles, going to, going to a gig or going to an audition and looking around at everybody else in the cars thinking they were all actors too. I had that thought. <laughs> I had that thought. It was terrible. Oh, wow. So it's wow. amazing what, what uh, the willingness to transform yourself from the inside out illuminates for you. So yes, there, I, I do feel like um, part of the divorce, well, the divorce brought me into my unique wholeness. It opened up my healing skill sets more than um, I could ever have known, you know, I, I had suppressed a lot in my younger years and my, when I was really little <clears throat> and I was told not to wear my heart on my sleeve. I was told to not, mm. not speak out. You know, it wasn't like a child should be seen and not heard. It was just stuff that would come out of my mouth and people look at me going, where did that come from? And it's because I was picking You're up empathic. on stuff. Right. And being empathic. See, it's even hard for me to say right now. I'm still working on that. I am. I'm empathic. And so uh, that had been suppressed for so many years and even more so in my marriage because my husband at the time, he enjoyed my, my ability, my intuitive skill sets when it served him. And when it was about me picking up on stuff about him, it, he didn't like it. And so he would, you know, that he, he didn't know he was, I mean, was he consciously doing this? Okay. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't, but that's when suppression started happening. You know, I was, uh, at, and the gaslighting experience of, no, I'm, you know, that, and I think a lot of women go through this where they're, I think a lot of women go through this. There may be some men that go through this, but I think that for whatever reason, the masculine side of us, I don't, I don't think it's the masculine energy so much as the way we've been culturalized. Um, they, there is a lot of suppression. There is a lot of keeping under the thumb. There is a lot of making it your fault. There's a lot of, if I'm angry enough at her, she'll shut up. All the know? projection. Right. And, and, and then that's where it also becomes in physical abuse or, or alcoholism, you know, and, and we see this not just in our country, but it's across the board. It's across the world. And lots of women that have grown up with that kind of suppression and, uh, you know, being choked, uh, you know, not having a voice in their own family or a voice in their stifled. own. Yes. Stifled. Um, that they don't, they assume a lot of people assume that that's the way relationship is right. I know for a long time, I thought, well, this is just the way it is. Everybody must go through this. Just like me driving on the four or five thinking everybody's an actor. I 
dot my my marriage experience must be what a lot of people experience no 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 uh, and so i'm telling anybody out there that if you're if you're feeling less than within your relationship take a good investigative look within yourself and see is it because i really am that bad of a person i doubt it is it because you are disallowed and disenfranchised in your own relationship to have a voice and have uh, some power and be a, a strong and capable woman? Ask yourself those questions and, and see what your answers are because it's astounding how many women, powerful women, women that have corporate jobs go home and they're the, you know, they're the, the housemaid, the cook, the bottle washer, the soccer mom, as well as being a powerful corporate person, you know, and don't know that they're being suppressed and stifled. So would you say that in this process, it definitely came down to shifting and changing your mindset? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It definitely did. <clears throat> With a lot of, I don't want to, I don't, again, I'm like this, oh, redhead. And so there was, and I... <laughs> I, there was a lot of stamping and screaming. I, I think I had to make sure all my windows in my house was, were closed. My son was away at school. So there was screaming. There was crying. I, I cried for hours not with that, that, that gut-wrenching sob, you know, where you're yes. hiccuping and all that. Uh, that I had never heard those sounds come out of my, my mouth before. But wow. there they were. And the deep hurts. The, the deep, deep hurts. hurts. The shattering of... Yes the shattering of what I thought would be the shattering of my beliefs, the thought, the shattering of what I thought was, uh, you know, don't you, don't you find Susan that in that process, it's the rebalancing and rebuilding of that masculine and feminine energy within you, because it's either the feminine gets shut down and then the masculine part takes over and you're just, you know, following what everybody else expects of you. But I mean, one of the things that, I really love about you is because of that fiery nature, but also that part of you that is so rich and so to the point because you've lived it. Mm. You went mm -hmm. through it. You had to do the work. And now you're, you're in this incredible space where, you know, and our journey never ends. We're always learning and growing, but you're now able because of going through it. I believe you have these incredible tools and can really support and guide it and hold space to walk women through the process they may be experiencing. You know, I do. I have a couple of clients uh, that are currently going through divorce. And this um, one client came to me shattered. Well, they both are, um, but shattered in a way where she said, I'm confused. I'm confused. I have no joy. I can't find what joy is. I, I, everything I used to enjoy, I don't enjoy. I just want to sit in my house. I was like, whoa, okay. I've been there. Yes, I get it. Mm. And, um, and this woman now we've been working together uh, six. We've had, I think she's had six or seven sessions with me now. And she walks into my office and she is this bright, sparkly light She's making friends. She has accepted that she's getting divorced and it's okay. She told me the other day, it's okay. It's all going to work out. I was like, oh my God, this is not the woman I met two months ago. Ah, it, it just isn't. That's and beautiful. It, it is. And I get so, um, so excited when I watch that transformation occurring and that I get to be one of the journey guides 
for these individuals to really move into the second half of their life empowered and happy and whether or not they have a relationship lots of people i also help people kind of um figure out what their next relationship could look like and then they become aware when that person shows up that oh my gosh this is the guy which is what happened to me but um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so i i do a lot of different things in a session we i, I uh, listen on multiple levels as as you know and right so I listen on multiple levels and um, I'm just guided during the uh, session to do, maybe we cut cords because there's still ties to old muck or somebody, or I'll do a guided meditation so they can reintroduce themselves to themselves. Or we do guided meditations about rewriting contracts with exes and or children. Yeah. So it just depends. So all my sessions are intuitively crafted. There's no, people say, well, what do you do? What am I going to experience? I'm like, I have no clue. I don't know. Right. Just show up, put your, put your butt in the seat and let's see where this ride takes us. Right. Now I know because you know, you've, you're so amazing in helping women work through divorce. Um, those that are contemplating divorce and even after they've been through the divorce and the, the rebuilding part that takes place, what other kinds of challenges could you help women with? Um, well, <clears throat> I just worked with a young woman who wants, wanted to move out of her kind of her job where she's somebody's assistant into owning her own business. And, um, in fact, she was in my office the other day and we got to see, we did some work a few months ago, um, a visioning and mind mapping process that I do and, and to help her again, focus on what she wants, not what she doesn't want. And, um, and so she realized what she wants to do is do an online um, sustainable fashion business with selling vintage clothes. And, and then also talking about why selling and buying um, gently used items is important, you know? And, and so we looked at her, what her vision had been and she was astounded, and this was just a few months ago, and she was astounded because she's doing, she's done almost all of it now. Almost wow. all of it. Her logo, she, she's been, she's selling two or three things a day. She's, she's doing it. And, and I'm so excited for her because why shouldn't we, everybody, men and women, why shouldn't we live our best life ever? Why shouldn't, you know, oh, here I go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Um, so many people, this was in the eighties or nineties, there were these books out, self-help books, you know, follow, lit, follow your bliss, you know, do the thing you love. Well, how do you do that and pay your bills? Do you know what I mean? Right. So, so there has to be some sort of a segue and I help people create that segue so that, you know, you don't have to quit your day job to have your dream right. job, but you need to have a big vision of what your dream job is going to be so that you can see when the universe brings you possibilities and opens up what I say called windows of opportunity, you can see that and you can go through that or, or, you know, it, because it, life really is an intuitively guided journey when we are connected to source within us. And so, once we do that, then we can live an empowered life. Right. So I think what I'm hearing is that you help them 
connect and plug into that part of them, that dream, that desire that they thought was out of reach. Yes. And you help them access it and bring that life to that, to feed that and help it to come to, you know, come alive within them. Yes. And, and, um, and also they, most of the clients I work with have a, some smattering of a spiritual practice by the time they're done with me. (laughs) Because, you know, you, in order, like I just said, you have got to intuitively listen to that inner wisdom and that inner guidance because all of our solutions are always just within us again, because my, my unique life is just for my experience and my solution may not be your solution. Right. So when right. You listen to those answers or, you know, or ask the, ask a deep question, source will give us answers. Right. And so knowing this too, because you are, you know, you're a strong personality, but that's actually an empowering gift and you work with that so incredibly well. How would you describe your ideal client? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. My business coach had me do this uh, just recently. So Jeanette, my ideal client is me. Is <laughs> <laughs> somebody who wants to have a better life, a more empowered life, somebody who wants to be happy, somebody who's willing to do the inner work to, um, to change, transform with guidance, with support. We, we really don't have to do this alone, but, um, and somebody who's willing to invest in themselves for that change. Um, so I, when my, yeah, when I first started this journey, I realized it's all up to me, meaning my life and my creation of it or co-creation of it with source is up to me. So I learned really young that it's my responsibility. And a lot of people, I did do the, you know, the circuit of, oh, do you have the magic pill? Oh, do you have the magic book? Where's the, you know, where is the, the how to do life book that you didn't come in with, you know, that kind of stuff. But when, so my ideal client is somebody who's willing to do their inner work to excavate the muck, the um, belief systems, the emotional t- entanglements and clear it all out so they can see the truth and the beauty of who they are and, ha- and develop this uh, beautiful foundation of self-love and self-respect and self-responsibility. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's, and, and that's one of the things too that I noticed is that you have incredible tools that you offer to support the work that you're doing with people. Mm-hmm. Um, your empowerment cards, I love them. So, you know, you, you gifted those to me and I just love them. I share them with my clients. And after a session, it's one of the things like, okay, pick a card. What's a positive thought you'd like to leave with for today? And, and they're amazing. And I think that it would be helpful for them to know more about these empowerment cards and where they can get them. Oh, oh, thank you for that. Um, I'm sorry, I'm a little, I got chills when you said that about your clients. It makes me feel good to know that. I I can be of service and I don't have to even be in the room. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. So these empowerment cards have been in my mind and in my computer for a few years. I didn't realize it. Um, It's it's a 52 deck card or card deck that has um, affirmations that I wrote and worked personally for myself going through 
the end process of my marriage and the divorce and all that and coming out whole and, and empowered. They are also, uh, I also have inspiring quotes by people because I used to have a radio show called Living Your Inspired Life. And I had amazing, amazing people that just inspired me. So there's some quotes in there. And then there's journaling prompts on the word empower. And I took that word and I broke it down. E's for esteem, M is for, and you, you'll get it <clears throat> when you see them. And, um, and the way I work them is I just invite people to pull a card or pull three and they're small enough. You can stick them in your back pocket or your purse and have them with you during the day as a reminder of this is what I'm focusing on, not the other stuff outside, but this is what I'm focusing on. And right. they actually, the empowerment cards are actually a precursor and they're going to be partnered with a book that I've written um, that hopefully will be published and out by April 1st called Live Your Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. And, uh, and again, Jeanette, I had a, a ex-student who's become a close friend of mine, like smack me upside the head one day when I was bemoaning uh, other residual divorce effects. And, um, and she said, look, you've got all the information you need to write a book. It's, it's in your head. It's in your computer. It's everything you taught me. I was like, oh, oh, well, darn, she's right. So um, the book, I'm excited because it's, kind of, it's going to be interactive. Besides having affirmations to work and setting intentions, and I, I, and I support and help the individual how to set those intentions well and how to use affirmations so that it's not just putting a little post-it band-aid on your forehead walking around you know i am love i am love we we right. i i teach how to drop it into the heart so it activates the heart um but there's also also going to be guided meditation so the journey you can go to the website and listen to a guided meditation or watch one of my videos um, and then we're, there's going to be a lot of interactive videos that then, so that you're, you're getting the support. The individual is getting the support while they're going through the, the journey. You know, it's not going to be like, oh, you bought the book, you go home and then you're writing in it and reading it. And if you have a question, you don't get to ask a question. You, you can, because well, you'll be able to do that with me. Right. And one of the things that might be helpful to get people started is they could go to your website now buy the cards and begin yes. pulling a card maybe each day as a, a positive thought and intention to work with. And then follow that up when the book is released on April 1st. Oh my God, I'm and doing then, a happy dance right now, Jeanette. That's a great idea. Everybody, you can do that. That's a great idea. And then that way they continue on with this process and go deeper. Yes. And then on, on top of that, book a session with you. Yes. Oh my God. Even better. Even better. <laughs> and yes. just take this practice fully into their heart and just really, again, living that empowered life. Oh, oh, I'm raising my hand. I got one more thing to add. Yes. When you go to the website, which is Susan Burrell, B-U-R-R-E-L-L.com, you can buy the empowerment cards through there. You can book sessions with me. Um, and I have... Uh, guided meditations on a meditation app called Insight Timer. And the, there's an icon there. You can click on the icon and go directly to my meditations and see what they're like. I have like two minute meditations, 20 minute meditations. And, and, wow. and it, they're all about helping you uh, 
you know, it's not, it's not about sitting and oming on your belly button. Those aren't my kind of meditation. Although I do that. I do do that. Yeah. Well, not my belly button, my heart. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but they can go, you know, you can go and you can listen to a meditation and have a fresh start for your day or a fresh start before you walk into a meeting. That, that's how I design them so that they're, again, they're practical meditations to help you clear your mind or empty out, uh, any resentment before you engage out in the outer world with whatever situation you're in. So yeah, well, I, the, the website is chock full. I mean, there are just so many ways that you can support them. And if, if the person, if they are ready to do this and start the journey and really reclaim the life that they're ready to live, you've got everything they need to help them get started. You just got the full package incredible energy, you're heart-centered, and you love doing this work because it's part of who you are and you know that it's been your process as well. I'm, I'm so excited to share this with everyone and let them know how they can find out more about you and begin working with these incredible tools. And I want to suggest, please go to her website right now, susanburrell.com, and order yourself the empowerment cards. They're wonderful, even as gifts, wouldn't you say? Yes. Oh, gosh. I've been giving them away to people. It's so fun to watch people's reactions when they open them up and they pull a card. And 99% and of the time, the card they pull is exactly what their heart needed to hear. Are you by any chance going to be doing um, a little webinar or something that could be offered when, with, for those women you know, and men, too, that, that purchased the book? Oh, there's an idea, Jeanette. You yeah. know, we haven't gotten that far out yet. Yes. Um, that's a great idea. I'm going to put that on my, on my list of uh, how we do that. I am, I am locally going to have some launch parties for the book so people Fun. can um, see the book and meet me and we can have conversations. Um, but that's a great idea. Yes, I, I'm going to think about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. You'd have an online launch party. Yes. I think that'll be great. That would be fun. That's wonderful. Susan, this has been so much fun and I'm so excited to share everything that you're doing and just let everybody else see this other side of you that, that I get to, to, you know, connect with. This has I been so incredible. I so appreciate that. I appreciate you, Jeanette. So Jeanette Traverson has turned the tables on me today what a fun conversation. I have, I've had chills through this entire conversation. It's been so much fun. And Jeanette, tell everybody your website again so they can also check out what you do. Oh, thank you, Susan. So my website is soulinfusion.com and that's www.soul-infusion.com. And can thank people you. book sessions with you through there? Yes, they can. Okay, yes, awesome. They can. Thank you. Thank you, Jeanette. And I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Well, that wraps up our chat for today. Thanks for joining me. And if you want to learn more, go to susanburrell.com. You can contact me through the website. There's blogs for you to read. There are videos to watch. And remember, I am an intuitive healer and spiritual guide at the crossroads of life. And I would be more than honored to help you on your journey to live an empowered life. And so it is, namaste.